The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Reverend Galen McDowell, and I am the executive minister, senior assistant minister, and the director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. I'm here teaching this new series, The Dynamic Laws of Healing. I hope you listen to the first couple of episodes because I'm going to be teaching this straight through. It's a decent-sized book. It has multiple chapters, 13 chapters. And I did an introduction as well. So I want to make sure that we are doing what we need to do to make sure that this book in particular will probably be 14 lessons because I did an intro lesson already. So we're going to drill down on it. We're going to talk about these principles of spiritual healing. And today we're going to talk about denials. Now, one of the things that that's taught in a process that's taught in the New Thought Movement is the process called denials and affirmations. And denials are often called the soap and water of the mind. How do you cleanse the mind? How do you release the mind? How do you release, rather, error beliefs from the mind? How do you get rid of those erroneous thoughts, feelings, and beliefs? And denial is a process through which that happens. And... In the book, she makes some great points about why sometimes when people use affirmations and not denials, they don't get their breakthroughs because they haven't released the error. It's sort of like, you know, you know, putting lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig. You haven't you haven't addressed the issue of releasing what needs to be done. You you can't, you know, just, uh, you know, sometimes. What or what's the best way for me to say this? You know, sometimes when you have to restore something, you have to cleanse it of all the impurities and then you add. And what ends up happening is sometimes we're trying to build on a foundation that's not solid. So before I get into the book, I want to read from the revealing words what Charles Fillmore wrote about denial, and then we're going to get right to it. So if you have the revealing word, which you by Charles Fillmore. If you don't, you can go online. It's on truthunity.net for free. So take advantage of that opportunity to go to truthunity.net. Just put in truthunity.net, the revealing word in, in your Google or your search engine, and it'll pop right up. Anyway, he wrote, denial, the mental process of erasing from consciousness the false beliefs of the sense mind. 
Denial clears away belief in evil as reality and thus makes room for the establishment of truth. Let's just stop there for a moment. The mental process, okay, of erasing from consciousness, your mind, your awareness, false beliefs of the sense mind. In other words, things that have come through you, to you through the five senses, things that are that have come to you from the world, from the race consciousness or the world mind or the collective human consciousness. And how do you erase those things? You erase them through denial. Then he wrote, denial clears away belief in evil as reality. One of the things that New Thought teaches is that there's only one presence and one power. And when we say reality, we mean that which is permanent, enduring, eternal, unchanging. Only God is reality. Everything else is in existence. It goes in and out of existence. Only God is the ultimate reality. We're not using reality like reality show, like The Bachelor or Black Bachelorette or whatever reality show is popular these days. We're using, in metaphysics, we use reality to mean God as the ultimate reality. So it says denial clears away belief in evil as reality and thus makes room for the establish, establishing of truth. So you got to do some cleanup work before you do the reestablishment work. You have to do some cleanup work. And this is why this chapter is so early in the Catherine Ponder book. Let me go on to what Charles Fillmore wrote. Colonel consciousness is made up of a multitude of false individual and race beliefs. When he says carnal consciousness, yet again, things that are connected that come to us not only from the five senses, but tend to be the lower level vibrational type thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. He wrote, through denial, we get rid of these shadows of reality. We cleanse the temple of the mind of the thieves and robbers of our good. In, do in so doing, we make way for the planting of the seeds of truth that will bring us an everlasting increase, everlasting, excuse me, an ever-increasing supply of good. My brain just wanted to say everlasting, even though I'm reading it another way. Let me read that again. In doing so, we make way for the planting of the seeds of truth that will bring to us an ever-increasing supply of good. So denial is necessary. Sometimes you got to till the soil before you plant the seeds. He went on to write in denials as related to affirmations. A denial is a, is a relinquishment, and it should not be made with too much vehemence. Let us make our denials as though we were gently sweeping away cobwebs and our affirmations in a strong, bold, positive attitude of mind. When we poise ourselves in divine mind, our affirmations and denials will be made in right relation. We will know just when to let go of a thought and when to lay hold of another. So if you're denying strong, you're actually putting energy into it. The denial of like, you know, I can remember my mother when I was a kid. I didn't get it at the time. When stuff would come up, she would put her hand out like she was talking to something. She was like, not, she, was, she would say, cancel, cancel, order, order. And then she would leave it alone. Every time something came up, cancel, cancel, order, order. She went like, cancel, cancel, order, order. It was cancel, cancel, order, order. She was restarting the mind like, oh, no, we're not going there. But she wasn't fighting it in her mind. She was reminding herself, no, this doesn't have any power. Cancel, cancel, order, order. Cancel, cancel. And that was just her way. Now, different people do different things. 
in Lessons in Truth by H.M. Lakati, she gives four basic denials. She also does four basic affirmations. So I highly recommend that if you want to drill down on the science of denial, besides my podcast, this this episode, read that book and then go back and read my uh, and listen to my Lessons of Truth series in the archives. You got to go back almost to the beginning, uh, 11, 12 years ago now, and listen to the Lessons in Truth uh, episode on denials, because I go into a lot into the details of how H. Emily Katie taught denials and she was a master at teaching it. Now, let's get into the book. So now we're in chapter two. She calls denial the no law of healing. That's the name of the chapter, the no law of healing. And she wrote, it may seem that your body and your circumstances control your thoughts, but Quite the opposite is true. Your thoughts control your body and your circumstances. As a man thinks in his mind, so is he in his body. So what she's trying to establish now is that your body is a reflection of consciousness, not the other way around. And I was just listening to um, uh, a metaphysical teacher yesterday while I was driving. And one of the things that he said was in the science of neuroplasticity, neuroplasticity, in other words, how the way we think, our habitual ways we think actually reshape and rewire the brain. So we know even on a physical level that we can affect the way the brain actually makes neural pathways by the different ways in which we think. We also know from, you know, from science like uh, psychoneuroimmunology, the mind-body connection, the medicine, the, the medical term for the mind's impact on the body. We know things like the placebo effect and other things that, we, that actually can change the biology at a cellular level. All of a sudden, diseases go away and, and you know... Tests get regulated in ways that they weren't before. And the only thing a person is doing is taking a sugar pill. So we know that the body can be shaped by the mind. The body can be shaped by the mind. You know, it reminds me of, and I can tell it now because he's deceased, but I can remember having a conversation with um, the late uh, Reverend Evan Reed. He started the church. the UFBO church in Toronto and uh, Verity Center, Verity Center for Better Living, where my good friend and spiritual sister, the Reverend Lemetria Hall, is now the senior minister. So if anybody's in the Toronto area and you are looking for a, a church that teaches something like what we teach, go there. Anyway, he mentioned to me that when he was a young man in a corporate world, Um, He was dealing with extreme blood pressure issues. And through meditation, he learned about new thought. He came to Christ Universal Temple, learned about new thought. And through meditative practices, without the medication or in spite of, actually reduced his blood pressure levels down to normal and didn't need medication for it. The body 
can be transformed by the mind. Can you accept that the body can be transformed by the mind? Now, the next part of the book is she wrote Disease is Self-Inflicted. Now, I want you to get this because sometimes with the old school New Thought people wrote stuff, they were so in your face with it that sometimes it was problematic for people. She's coming from the standpoint, and like many of them did, that as spiritual beings, we are responsible for expressing our spiritual wholeness in our everyday life. And that's the dependent on our mentality. So, you know, you, uh, you know, our people used to say there's sins of commission and omission and things you do and things you don't do that creates the things that happen. This will be more of the things we don't do properly that cre- that ends up creating situations that don't need to happen. All right. She she so she wrote it this way. For instance, thoughts of fear release hormones into the bloodstream that can even paralyze the vital nerve centers of the body. Extreme fear actually cooks the corpus. Corp, corp, I'm, I'm butchering words today. Corpuscles of the blood. I don't know why I'm butchering that word, but we're going to move past it today. She said, also experiments have shown that telling a lie involves a real work for the body. That's what the lie detector tests are doing. She talks about how your metabolism, pulse rate, blood pressure, respiration speed up when you feel and other things or do other things. Our mind affects our bodies. All right. She wrote negative appearances in the body are built up and sustained by someone feeling uh, bad about them. What you fear, you multiply. So she's saying you build up and keep alive the disease appearance by feeding it the substance of your negative thoughts. What she's saying is you can remove that which is sustaining it. Back in the day, when I first came to Christ Universal Temple, uh, one of the statements that used to be said quite frequently was, there's nothing to be healed, only God to be revealed. And what that meant was when you get when we get rid of the error beliefs, the error thoughts, feelings, images, and all that attachment that we have to things, the spiritual wholeness that already is can magnificently express through us naturally. But God has to be revealed. All right. Now she wrote a whole bunch of other stuff about the Garden of Eden that I'm not going to get into right now by the tree of good and evil and things of that nature, what I'll say is this. When it's all said and done, we have to get away from duality thinking. We have to think of our body as the life, love, and intelligence of spirit. That we we deny the reality of evil, of sickness, of lack. We're not saying that those things don't come in and out of existence. We're saying, is it permanent? Is it enduring? Is it unchanging? We have to accept that it is God's will for us to live healthy, happy, and prosperous lives. And therefore, we deny the the belief in the reality of anything else. You got to stay in character. And stay in character means keep your mind on the wholeness of God and dismiss and say no to any thought of lack and limitation, regardless of that's finances or body or circumstance, you have to say no to it. 
this is what the thing that helped build Christ Universal Temple. When Reverend Coleman received the six months to live prognosis in 1952, again, prognosis, six months, she bumped into the table. Her mother had a daily, uh, not daily word, a unity magazine that opened up and had the prayer of faith by Hannah Moore, I think, Kahas. I can't remember her last name right now. And it said one of the lines that stood out to her was, God is my health. I can't be sick. That that is a legit affirmation and denial. God is my health. Affirm. I can't be sick. And that just stuck with her. And that just stuck with her. God is my health. I can't be sick. God is my health. I can't be sick. All right. So moving on to page 28. She wrote, denial is the first law of healing. Get that. Denial is the first law of healing. Through the use of denial, you withdraw from your mind the negative beliefs and emotions that have played havoc in your health. Denial is the first practical step toward wiping out of your mind the mistaken beliefs of a lifetime. What you believe in, you serve and are served by. She went on to write. Denials, denial cleanses your mind and body of the belief in evil and its consequent dire physical effects. You got to say no to it. Then she wrote, the word deny not only means to withhold, erase, eliminate, dissolve, withdraw, but it also means to declare not to be true that which appears to be true. So we're not saying that the illness or the disease or the test aren't facts. But are you willing to face facts with truth? That's the question. And deny that this situation has any truth in it because truth is God. And God is not in this illness. And God is not in this uh, negative prognosis or diagnosis. And God is not in this disease. There's only one presence and there's only one power in my body right here and right now. I release, let go. And and take the energy of my mind off of any thought, feeling, or belief that is contrary to the truth of God in me, through me, as me. You got to say no to this stuff. Now, that you might be in a situation where you're saying, well, should I stop taking my medicine? I'm not going to tell you to do that. But while you're taking the medicine and your mind, you got to start knowing the truth. You got to start praying. You got to start calling these prayer ministry, Christ Universal Temple Prayer Ministry, Silent Unity, somebody. You got to get your mind recalibrated around the truth. You got to say no to it. She went on to write on page 29, through denial, you can go a step further and declare not to be true the pain and harmony and disease that still appear for a time. As you deny them power, you rob those appearances of any permanent life, and they fade away from neglect. So when you're denying, you're really denying the belief in the situation. You're denying that this situation has power over you. You're, pro you're proclaiming in your mind that you can make it disappear. She went on to write. 
Through the act of denial, denial, you do not deny the existence of the adverse condition, nor do you hesitate to seek technical treatment for a cure, which I've already said. But along with this, you also begin to go deep within your thinking and recognize the adversity for what it is. A diseased appearance created by your own diseased thinking. You then do something about it. You deny your wrong thoughts that brought you into exist, brought it into existence. It is then you learn the truth of the age-old axiom. If you can put a thing out of your mind, you can put it out of your body. All right. So we need to take a quick break real fast. So before we do that, let me just do my quick commercial. Remember to go back and listen to these episodes, those healing episodes that I did previously, spiritual healing, the what and the how. It was in the first year of me teaching this podcast, so you got to go all the way back. Take a listen to the Open Your Mind and Be Healed, which is based upon Reverend Coleman's book, Open Your Mind and Be Healed. And again, the denial chapter in Lessons and Truth. You can listen to Lessons and Truth in general. What I'm trying to do is make sure you have your fundamentals intact. All right. If you don't have the book Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder, I extremely strongly, overwhelmingly recommend that you buy this book. If you don't have a healing need, you might have someone that does. Learn how to work with your mind. So you can hold wholeness in consciousness for somebody else. You might be the practitioner somebody might need to start and help with the healing process. All right. So we're going to take our break and we'll be right back with Truth Transform. deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. All right, back to page 29 of the book, The Dynamic Laws of Healing. She wrote, how to use your no power. She wrote, since denial dissolves, eliminates, erases, frees, it is your no power for healing. Any thought, statement, or prayer that can help you say no 
I do not accept this appearance as necessary or lasting in my life, is a denial. Many a case has been healed when someone mentally said no, 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 while people were talking of the ills involved. All right? So I'm just going to jump over these stories and just deal with uh, the main points for time's sake. All right. She wrote, by declaring, page 30, by declaring no, 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 you send into mind a body of force that shatters fixed states of mind, which have caused disease. If true denials were more, more often made, health would spring forth naturally. Bodily functions have a way of writing themselves when you correct the negative states of mind that cause them. Great point. All right. So again, anytime a prayer that you have or is stating no, it's a denial, or I release, or I let go, or I renounce, saying no to it. All right? So she wrote, there are also people who turn away from denial, considering it an unpleasant word. They haughtily say, I do not use the healing law of denial. I do not need it. Such misguided souls are usually the ones who need it most. Everyone needs to use the healing law of denial because everyone has negative beliefs that need to be dissolved. All right. She went on to write, bottom of page 31, denial is a mental process by which you surrender all of the ghosts of fear, worry, sorrow, sickness, sin, and suffering that have haunted you and kept your good from you. These ghosts were figments of your imagination. Through denial, you cleanse them from your conscious and subconscious phases of mind, perhaps without even realizing just what they are. Now, again, she's coming from the standpoint of regardless of the outer circumstances of why a thing shows up, and obviously disease can show up, illness can show up for many factors. Many of them are lifestyle choices, what we eat, what we drink what we are around, uh, who we are around, what we're smoking and all this different type of stuff, uh, sleep, exercise, all of these things are fact. But what starts all of that stuff in the first place? The mind. So one way or another, you're going to get back to your mind. Because even the actions you take or don't take are determined by what you think, how you feel, and what you believe. All right. So back to the book, she wrote, page 32, as you cleanse your mind of negative beliefs, you withhold the substance of your thoughts from them. You disrobe them, rob them of their power and their very existence. So I want you to think of of these negative appearances as parasites. And a parasite lives off of the host. And it sucks the life force out of the host to live itself. When you remove the life-giving energy of your own thinking from a thing, you are taking the power from it. It can't live without you keeping it alive. I know that might sound tough, but we're talking now. We're, we're putting the camel through the needle's eye. We're talking about hardcore metaphysics. You know, that's what I do. Getting to the space where you realize that you are actually taking the power, your power away from the situation. All right. 
Then she wrote under the section, affirmations cannot replace denial, which I talked about earlier, but let's deal with how she wrote it. I believe this is great. There are those who claim that the healing law of affirmation as described in chapter five is efficient to argue that affirmation fulfills the law of demonstration without first using denial is foolish, as foolish as the maid who thinks she has cleaned the house, cleaned house when she has merely opened the windows to let the sun sunshine stream in without ever having dusted or in any way cleaned the house's interior. How unsightly that house would be without this necessary denial. To mentally affirm a healthy condition without first denying and destroying the negative emotion that caused your ill health is like attempting to build a new house on a site already occupied by an old building. Before your problems can be resolved, there must be a mental and emotional house cleaning. The healing law of denial, forgiveness, and release as found in this and the next two chapters are offered for that purpose. You got to erase and replace. Erase and replace. Keep that in your mind. Erase and replace. That's the process. That's the process. Then she had a section on here about why affirmations don't heal. All right. And she wrote. Uh, da, 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 da. I want to make sure I get to the main key point of this. Uh, she, she was given an example of a businesswoman, and she said nothing happened upon learning of the no power of the mind. She realized her affirmations had not worked. They had not cleared her mind of fearful anxiety. Therefore, when the subject, blah, 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 came up, she was still stuck in there. Why? Because the affirmations make things firm in mind. That's the job of an affirmation, to make firm. But you also got to release. It's not just about making firm. All right? So she went on to write, page 34. Uh, you must do something more definite, more emphatic. Wow, God, dog. Uh, it's one of those days, y'all. It's all good. Emphatic. The ancient philosophers found that hard conditions could be completely broken up and dissolved through e extensive use of denial. You can use denials and dissolve your hardest trials because denials contain a cleansing, freeing power. So maybe you like, man, I've been doing these affirmations. There's nothing has happened. It's because you haven't done the cleansing work first. What this book does is it takes you through denials, and then we're going to talk about release and forgiveness over the next couple of chapters, is how do you pave the way for your new good? You got to you have to eliminate the old thoughts, the old feelings, the old beliefs. You got to take the, your belief. Your belief is what you accept is true. So when you remove your belief from it, you, you now don't accept it as the truth for you. I really want that to land. All right. Now, the rest of the chapter, she just goes into uh, sometimes just being silent. One of the things I want to touch on is uh, page 38, the healing power of silence. When you just don't give your energy to a thing or situations and circumstances around you. She says on page 
39, one of the finest ways you can evoke the healing law of denial is just keeping quiet about your problems as this woman did. Stop feeding them the substance of your thoughts, words, and emotions. Also, watch that you do not criticize in secret that you cease from silently finding fault with another. Put away sarcasm from your speech. Stop complaining. Do not prophesy evil for yourself or another. She, she refrained from accusing others of evil in any form. What is she doing is saying, what other people are doing right now is their business. Let me focus on my mind. So I need to get out of the complaint mode. I need to get out of petty mode. I need to get out of angry mode. I need to get out of all this stuff that's feeding energy to something. Stop making people uh, the, the main actor in your life story. All right? Stop the pettiness. Stop getting caught up in the, in the family drama and trauma or work drama and trauma. Just tell yourself, I'm not here for that. Stop giving your energy to those things because those are the things that can maintain error beliefs that can be a part of you not being able to release an illness. She wrote, there is no healing power available to anyone who describes hurts and pains. There is no healing power found in describing evil. Evil can exist only so long as you give it your consent. Only man's belief in evil makes him subject to it. All right. so. I just want to give these last few denials and then we're going to wrap up. On page 42, she gives nine denials. I'm going to read all of them. You might want to use them for yourself. But again, get the book. I would strongly suggest if you're working with a healing need, take all nine and use them every morning and evening and just work with them for maybe 30 days, 21 days, 40 days. I like biblical stuff. 21, you know. 40 days, stuff like that. But also know that some people say if you do something 21 days in a row, it can create a habit. But whatever the day, more than a week, at least 21 days, every morning, every evening, there are, number one, there is no evil. Nothing is evil which brings forth good and only good shall come from this. Number two, there's nothing to fear. There's no power to hurt. Anything in my life that needs to be changed can be changed. Number three, no, no, no. It is not so. I do not accept this appearance. God's everlasting good now reigns supreme and quickly appears. Number four, my life, my health, my prosperity, my happiness, my success, my good cannot be limited. I am unfettered and unbound. Number five, there's no absence of life, substance, or intelligence anywhere. So there's no absence of life, substance, or intelligence here and now. Number six, there's no personality such as this in the universe. There's nothing but God's good. I am in true relationship with all people in all situations now. Number seven, there is no loss, lack, disappointment, sickness, pain, or death on my pathway. There's nothing but God's abundant good. Number eight, there's nothing to fear, for greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world. Number nine, there's nothing to oppose my good. There is no one to Excuse me, there's nothing to oppose my good. There is no one to oppose my good. All obstacles and barriers to the supremacy of spirit are now dissolved in the name of Jesus Christ. So let's continue to work with this stuff. Work with it. Start developing the consciousness. If you audibly affirm, don't, don't just say I'm in your mind, but every morning, every evening for 21 days, 30 days, 40 days, these denials you'll start to work with dissolving the belief, the beliefs that are sustaining and giving energy 
to illness. And then you'll find yourself being guided in the right action. You got to be obedient, though. You'll start getting more inspired thoughts because you're clearing way away the pathway so spirit can flow. So with that, I'll be with you next week. I'll be with Truth Transformed, Reverend Galen McDowell. God bless you. you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.